Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. Chapter 8 of the Categories concludes with a discussion on Aristotle's part that is bound to be a bit confusing when you're first going through it, particularly in English translation if you don't have access to the Greek text. And this is a discussion that bears on two different categories, that of quality, topoion, and relation, toprosti, and their connection with knowledge, episteme. Now, the Greeks distinguished all sorts of types of knowledge, and we're not being very careful here to distinguish between, say, episteme as scientific knowledge versus techne as craft knowledge or any of those sorts of things. We're just thinking about knowledge knowledge in general. And Aristotle earlier on in chapter 8 had said that episteme, along with other types of hexes, were in fact qualities. So that was in fact the first type of quality that he distinguished. But earlier in the chapter discussing relation, he also said that we could think of knowledge as a relation to the known. So this seems to raise a puzzle or a problem. And he says somebody could make an objection to us. We are including terms that are treated as relations. How do we know they're treated as relations? Because Aristotle did so just earlier in another chapter within the category of quality. So what's going on here? The objector could be saying, look, Aristotle, pick which it's going to be. Is knowledge a relation or is knowledge a quality? Which is it going to be? And Aristotle does what he so often does and which so many other great philosophers have learned from him. He makes a distinction. Now, the way in which he makes the distinction, we want to walk through this very carefully because the distinction at first seems to solve things. But then when you look at the ways in which he's explaining the distinction, it's bound to get a bit confusing. But if we look then at the Greek, it'll make a little bit more sense. And I'll, I'll explain that to you in just a moment. So we were really going through three stages. Here's the solution as Aristotle sets it out. He says, look, the genera, the gene, are in fact relative. So when we think of knowledge as a genos, a type, a, you know, encompassing class of things that we have a term for, that is in fact a relation. And all the stuff that I did back in the earlier chapter discussing knowledge as a relation makes perfect sense. However, when we're talking about particular kinds, particular bodies, particular disciplines of knowledge, those are not relative. And, and the reason why I use the term particular here, although other translations have individual, is because he is using the term kathikasta, which we translate in that way. So he goes on, and so far so good, but we don't really understand why the particulars would not be relative. So now we want to get into his explanation. Why, why are the particulars not relative? So he says, look, knowledge itself, episteme, is knowledge of something. 
hetero. We're going to come back to that very important Greek term in a moment. So then the explanation goes like this. He says, knowledge is knowledge of something. Particular branches of knowledge are not explained in that way. For example, we do not define by a reference to something external, something else, a knowledge of grammar or music. And we'll come back to the Greek that'll make more sense of that in just a moment. But what I want to point out here is we should read this not just as something external at, at this point, but someone external, someone who has it. So he says, for these, if in some sense relations, can only be taken for such in respect to their genus or of knowledge as such, episteme. That is to say, we call grammar the knowledge, not grammar of something, and music we call in like manner the knowledge and not music of something. So what is the point that he's trying to make there? When we use the term grammar, grammar is a subject, right? And not a subject in the sense of a thing that underlies other things, hupokemenon, but what we talk about in our contemporary English as a subject that you can study. What's going on when you're studying? You're learning a certain branch of knowledge, and that branch of knowledge should allow you to be able to use language in proper ways to identify when language is grammatical and when it's not grammatical. So you can get into arguments about ain't, for example, right? And you learn certain things like, well, go to the dictionary or consult a, you know, a grammar. We don't usually use English grammars, unfortunately, but we do that in other languages. So grammar itself is in a certain sense, not grammatical, right? And it's not the grammar of something, it's knowledge of the grammar. Likewise, when we teach the discipline of music, the discipline of music itself is of that subject matter music that we perform. You know, think of individual acts of music making or, or all that. Music as a discipline understands those. He goes on and he says, so particular branches of knowledge are not to be classed among relatives. People are called such and such from possessing these branches of knowledge. These are the things they possess being therefore called knowing, that is epistemon or expert. Either would work in this case, right? So we use this term epistemon of people who have episteme, that is knowledge. And when it comes to the kinds of knowledge, so, you know, a grammarian, a grammatico, is somebody who possesses grammatike, which is a knowledge, episteme, of grammatike in language, right? So there's a lot of things going on here. And he says, therefore, these branches of knowledge, in virtue of which we are sometimes described as of such and such nature, must therefore come under the category of quality, not of relation. What is it to be a person who actually understands grammar? as most of us are, right? It is to be grammatikos in Greek, to be grammatical, we could say, or to be a grammarian if, if you're an expert in the field. And that is a quality of the person that derives from possessing that knowledge, which is of grammar out there in language. This is a little bit difficult to wrap your head around. I want to come back to this hetero thing because I think this helps you to understand Aristotle's reasoning and to see where perhaps he's making an assumption that you might not entirely agree with. So he says, episteme, knowledge as such, as the genus, is in relation to something else, hetero. 
And then he says, Ton de cathecasta uden auto hoper estin hetru legatai. Those things that are of particular types of knowledge in this case, right? We don't talk about them in relation to a hetero being of something in this, this sense, right? So he says, so for example, we don't say that grammar is grammar of somebody else. Now we could say that. We could say so-and-so's English grammar. We're using grammar then in a different sense of the term. We're talking about a book that somebody wrote to convey grammar. Grammar is still, you know, that stuff that's happening out there in linguistic expressions, just like music is what's happening out there. So he says, we call grammar the knowledge, not grammar of something, right? Hoyon he grammatike legatai tinos episteme. It is knowledge of something, but it's not grammar of something. If we want to talk about the grammar of something, we would say the grammar of the English language, the grammar of the Latin tongue, right? And so Aristotle, you might think of him here as playing a little fast and loose with language. It really does work in the Greek. It's a little bit harder to convey in the English. What it comes down to is Aristotle, at the very end, he actually says, you know, if somebody wanted to say that knowledge in these specific senses is both relation and quality, I'm not going to really have a problem with them on that. But he wants to assert that particular branches of knowledge, like farming or reading Greek or video production are in fact qualities that knower would have and which could be predicated then therefore of that knower rather than mere relations to what it is that is known. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works.